recently, the Bridge uh, Group noted in their 2017 report, uh, uh, and notably in their most recent report on SQE, monitoring and maximising diversity, that there is no silver bullet to address diversity in the legal profession because it is constructed of a complex range of factors at every stage on the journey to the profession. That, you know, increasing diversity in the profession is dependent critically on the actions of employers and training providers. But for me, I would go back further uh, on that journey, my journey to the profession, um, and go back to school. Um, you know, as we seek to understand and address the various factors that contribute to the lack of diversity amongst the legal profession. Um, and for me, it was, uh, and we've touched on this slightly before, it was about knowing what action, what informed action to take in order to, 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 to plan my route into the profession. And so for me, had I been exposed to law in school, it would have had the powerful potential, and I'm a strong advocate of law being taught in schools and being added to the national curriculum. And I'm told that's almost impossible. But as my mother says, if you don't ask, you don't get. Um, but for me, uh, uh, teaching law in schools has the powerful potential to get minds focused. And that from an earlier age, potential candidates, including myself, would start to think about a legal career and what plan and actions must be in place to enable access to the profession. Uh, because, you know, coming from a, a, a lower socio-economical background, I faced barriers um, and didn't have access to the networks from whence mentors, sponsors that we've spoken about uh, and from whence work experience is drawn from. But had I been exposed to law earlier on, um, and indeed, if our students are exposed to law earlier on, they start to take, as I say, informed action. As they progress through the education system, they start to build those networks, seek out those mentors, sponsors, connections, so that they achieve a clearer and coherent progression route at an earlier age, rather than later when perhaps options have become more limited. And so for me, that was my second year at university, you know, and I came across uh, an organisation called the Windsor Fellowship. Um, up until that point, I hadn't, you know, um, uh, I, I, you know, I knew of lawyers on TV. Um, I don't recall that I knew any uh, uh, personally um, or any that I could, you know, talk to or, or say, you know, um, what do I do? Um, but I came across the Windsor Fellowship, um, second year at university. But, you know, by that point, it was like, oh, my goodness, what do I do? Um, and they were, all, they were able to give me some insight into what I needed to do. But I realised I was slightly behind the curve. But I'm grateful for the opportunity. I uh, was able to obtain work experience with the, uh, through the Windsor Fellowship um, with the then Lord Chancellor's Department. Um, uh, and worked under uh, Jeff Hoon, as he was at the time, uh, the Parliamentary Undersecretary. But I had uh, an exposure to, to different people, organisations that really drove that passion to uh, become a lawyer. Um, but, and, and I kept, I applied for law school. I didn't have a training contract. You know, when I got to law school, I'm grateful for uh, uh, the assistance and the benefits that, um, uh, that this country gave me in terms of, because my Secondary schooling was done in America, but I came back here because 
I wanted to study in this jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of England and Wales. Um, my American qualifications were not recognised, so uh, I had to take some time out to uh, uh, get those get additional qualifications, so those qualifications would be recognised that would enable me to uh, access to higher education, as it was called then. Uh, that enabled me to go to university, uh, and I started off part time whilst working. Uh, then for uh, British Rail, as it was then, um, and then decided actually. I want to do this full time. Um, and so I remember uh, when I packed up my car um, with all my worldly goods, uh, went down to Mile End. Uh, and I remember the first night of being in this house because I was too old to live on campus. But uh, being in this house with two other students that I didn't know, uh, being in Mile End, you know, a million miles away from rural Buckinghamshire, um, just uh, just looking around crying. Um, but I had a dream, I had a burning desire. Uh, and in fact, just telling my story now is making me slightly uh, uh, emotional, but a burning desire to fulfill my dreams. Uh, and as I say, I, uh, I went to law school, I was able to get a grant uh, uh, from my local authority. Uh, I borrowed heavily from uh, 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 Barclays Bank as, it, as, as they provided a, a, a grant to go on to the legal practice course. Um, and I remember someone saying when I came out of law school, uh, uh, somebody saying to me, my gosh, your debt is bigger than my mortgage. You know, and I appreciate now that the debt is even greater. But, you know, then, you know, for somebody to say your debt is bigger than my mortgage was like, wow. But uh, I went on to College of Law Guildford and I met some remarkable people who's left an indelible footprint in my life. Um, and I remember coming home at Easter and my father saying to me, have you got a training contract? And I said, no. Um, and he said, well, what have you been doing? <laughs> so I explained to him because, you know, lots of people at Guildford, you know, had training contracts. Um, and I don't know if they do the same thing, you know, where they post your, uh, uh, after an assessment, they post your grades and, you know, everybody's there looking and, you know, but I kept going. I didn't have that training contract. Uh, went home at Easter. My father said to me, give me your paperwork, whatever it is, your CV, your paperwork, because uh, my father worked at the local magistrate's court at the time. And uh, I was fortunate enough um, that, uh, uh, and I absolutely believe nothing comes to you before your time, um, that, you know, uh, as, as one door closes, it's because there's another one waiting to open uh, further down the line. Um, and uh, a local firm, so less than 10 minutes walk from my home, uh, my father, who talks to everyone, uh, uh, managed to hand out my paperwork and I was called by a local firm to come in because the trainee had, uh, uh, her husband had secured another job, which meant that they had to relocate. So there was this space there um, and, and along came me um, and spent time meeting the uh, senior partner there and we spoke about, because he also went to Guildford, um, and we spoke about, you know, all the different things there. And I was fortunate to, to get that training contract uh, and complete my time uh, 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 and qualify later on, uh, two years later on, in 2002. 